Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from January 3rd to January 10th as we continue through Capricorn season. And we're going to see Mars enter Capricorn as well as a few energies here that are going to be checking in points with what you're deciding, what you're implementing, what you're investing in. And we also have energy building up to the Capricorn new moon on January 11th. So in some ways, this could feel like a time of still gathering, considering, wanting to be very intentional with what you're moving into, being very conscious and aware of what is best for my energy now. What is really in alignment with where I want to go based on everything I've been through? And this now pulls in one of the main energies I want to focus on here which is that we only have a few more weeks of Pluto in Capricorn and it's traveling with the sun in Capricorn. So the sun is coming up behind Pluto in Capricorn now at 29 degrees and it could feel like you're in this very deep review reflective period as the sun in Capricorn is highlighting in our subconscious how much we have changed, evolved, and transformed since Pluto entered Capricorn 2008-2009. And you could have things coming up to your awareness through these next few weeks that give you pause as you stop and look back at what you have moved through as the Capricorn energies that hold the energy signature of your soul mission and your purpose, what you want to do on the planet at this time in this lifetime, how you want to show up and contribute, what you want to lead and master, how you've been guided into even more of your energetic authority, even against what felt like your own will at times, because that Pluto and Capricorn, it will demolish and remove. It will take out what is not meant to be with you for the long term. This is interesting too when you consider how Capricorn is contracts, what we sign to, what we agree to that we're then responsible for. Capricorn is also our public titles, how we're known, the titles we hold, whether that is CEO or boss, whether that is president of the HOA, or also the titles we hold in society, especially ones that relate to marital titles. So being a husband, being a wife, being Mr., being Mrs., all of that is included in these Capricorn areas. And you might even have some reflections on how your titles have changed through the past 15 years. And how has that shaped and formed you? How have you been sculpted by those intense changes of soul evolutionary growth that showed you even more of who you are, even when you had to let go or release what you thought might be in place forever? And that's another way that Pluto and Capricorn has worked for us, is that Capricorn is about the long haul, the long term, what you want to stick with, where you want to keep showing up. And you may be thought that, oh, I was going to be going in this direction. My career was meant to take off over here. And then that fell apart. That didn't transpire as you thought. 
because Pluto inserted more of your true soul journey energies. It came in and said, actually, no, and took you off in a different direction or tore apart something that maybe you built and you really loved and really had meaning to you. And those are difficult things to let go of. Those are hard changes for our humanness, where there's things that permanently shift with Pluto that we don't want to let go of. And therein lies the deep internal journey. There we go into the fears. There we go into the emotional frequencies, the attachments, the expectations. You know, what did this mean to me? And how do I continue to move through it in whichever way I need to? Because Pluto is messy. Pluto makes a mess. Pluto is difficult at times. It brings you into so much of your humanness. It brings you into your unconscious. It brings up patterns from other timelines and other energy cycles that maybe you weren't even aware of. And those are the fears. Those are the fears. So when we look at all the changes we've endured since 2008, 2009, you would be looking at specifically in your astrology chart where you have Capricorn energies. This could could be one house, two house, possibly three houses in your chart. And it's where you've had to make some very significant life changes that ultimately have meant to put you on a truer soul trajectory. And so again, looking back, you could see, wow, that really was for my best and highest good. Or that really opened a lot for me, especially when we look at 2012 to 2015, when Pluto in Capricorn had ongoing squares to Uranus in Aries. And Uranus's Aries was freeing you, was wanting you to say, let's take off the blinders here. Let's remove what isn't truly you. And there could have been things that really brought up areas of yourself you had to accept things that you didn't know you could do, things you didn't know you wanted to do. Also, it could have felt like there was so much chaos and changes and things going on that you had no choice and you were maybe in some very primal energies. So the point of this isn't to be in the past, but rather to look at how far you've come, to look at the mountains you've scaled, to look at where, yes, maybe you've had some high highs and some low lows, but you've kept going. And that is the fortitude that we gain, especially as we continue on with Capricorn and with Pluto. And yes, it's been really rough, especially if you have planets or points in the last Deccan of Capricorn, because that's where Pluto's really been working with you. And then we also had Saturn and Capricorn really working with you. So it has been a lot. There has been an intensity there, but you were built for it. You were ready for it at a soul level. And keep in mind that there are celebrations in the higher realms for everything we've moved through that has been very dense and dark. What has come to light? What is awakening within us? And I'm seeing that at a cellular level. I'm seeing these cells waking up and coming online that only could have happened when the higher frequencies were available. It's sort of like the lower frequencies weren't a match. So you could be feeling parts of yourself waking up to more of your skills, more of your gifts, more of what you're ready for next. Even if it's felt like you've just been slogging through and waiting, waiting for that next thing and just wondering, when am I going to turn a corner on this? When am I going to be relieved of this? When is this going to elevate? 
and it's coming. If it hasn't already happened, it is certainly in motion, in play, and it's coming through with these very dynamic energies of 2024. And one of the most important things you can keep doing is trusting. Trusting that you're capable of this, trusting that you have the ability to own more of your multidimensional abilities, trusting that you are made for these higher frequencies, for these bigger energies. But first, but first, we had to clear out a lot of stuff that we didn't even know would have blocked us. We didn't even know would have held us back or been like that deep anchor that would have kept us stuck. We had to work with those energies. We had to really understand the gifts of them, the gratitude to connect to, how some things just take time. It just takes time to work through the dense layers. There is no rush. There is no Insta fix. There is no fast forward. And now we're conditioned, right, to not even tolerate commercials. It's such an intrusion when you have to watch a commercial when you're trying to dig into your favorite show. And we are not always welcoming the slowdown or welcoming those intrusions. But this keeps us in a very beautiful point of energetic mastery, where when you know how to accelerate and when to accelerate, then you also can honor the times when you need to slow down, when you need to make a full stop and be very intentional with your energy to ground in to what that is for you and what you want to create next. I'm feeling like we are becoming very powerful manifestors because of of the density we've had to work through and release because of the new truth that you were ready to connect to now that you weren't ready to connect to previously. Also, the things along the way that required you to continue to strengthen your energy and trust yourself more. That is a process that doesn't just happen overnight. There's things you have to keep seeing in yourself, keep validating, right? Keep going because that's where you're also seeing the energy come alive. And in fact, I was remembering on my own journey, I started channeling back in 2009 and it was beautiful. It was incredible. And I had to keep trusting it because the logical mind is going to override things that you experience in the multidimensional realms. The logical mind is going to ask you, how is this possible? Is this real? What if this is not real? So if you have a strong, logical, rational mind that even has been over-programmed by 3D realities, there's things you're going to continue to need to trust and work on in order to get to that place to accept your multidimensional abilities, your your gifts, your psychic skills or your intuitive skills or whatever you're feeling in the energy realms. All of that will take time, but at the same time, it's coming in. It's coming in quite fast and quite clear. And so this right now is a beautiful time to intentionally connect with your highest possible timeline. And by that, I'm getting the visual of reaching your arms up into a higher realm that feels like it's above your crown chakra. It's above where you have previously accessed energies. And I'm seeing this as a very interesting elevator motion where as you connect up to a higher timeline, it's almost like you are elevated. Again, I'm seeing it as being in an elevator and you're going up and then being in that energetic realm where you're absorbing it and you're understanding, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this next level, these new experiences, these new parts of myself to come online and be further activated. I'm ready for these new energies. And it's because of 
the density I've moved through, the soul lessons you were required to heal. And keep in mind, Pluto and Capricorn is a slower moving energy. It trods along. It will have more of that steady pace. It sticks with it. The Capricorn energy will also adjust and temper its energies to what is most effective in the environment. So there's things here where you maybe realize I had to go slower during a certain phase of my journey. And then I had the energy to pick it up and go a little faster. See, all of this is still important because not only is the sun in Capricorn, Pluto is in Capricorn, but Mars enters Capricorn January 4th, which is going to help you stay the course and set the appropriate pace for where you're going, what you're headed towards, what matters to you now. And it's a determined Mars. It's determined, it's focused, and it's ready to get things done. So you could feel like, okay, I'm in the game. I'm ready to go. Holidays are over. New Year is here. What am I moving towards? What is significant for me? And what is not? So with three planets in Capricorn, this is where we have strengthening of boundaries. And even though Mercury is still in the shadow territory in Sagittarius and is squaring Neptune this week for the third and final time. That will be exact January 8th. And Mercury and Sag will square Neptune and Pisces at 25 degrees, but it's really in play most of this week because of how slowly Mercury is moving. There could be things coming up here that you've been wrestling with or sitting with, maybe even feeling mentally scattered or distracted, feeling overwhelmed by everything in front of you. Sort of like we push things off, right? Especially the end of December. We're like, okay, I'll circle back in January. And then January's here and you're like, oh no. What was I supposed to do? What was that priority again? What's the things that other people need from me? It could feel like you're trying to compartmentalize it. You know, writing out the to-do list, getting things centered, looking at your calendar, determining priorities and deadlines and what goes first and what still matters. So there is a lot of sorting it out that could feel quite big at times. But this strong Capricorn energy is going to help you determine the yes column and the no column. Yes, please. No, thank you. And this is where you could need to be clear and firm around your time boundaries, around what you could take on here as January gets going. There could be some things you realize, yeah, now that's going to be a February thing, or maybe that is no longer an a necessity at all. And I'm not sure there's really energy for it now. So people are going to have a change of mind, a change of opinion. There's going to be things that maybe you thought, yes, this is a definite green light project, or I have to do this. And then now the energy has deflated and you're thinking, do I want to be obligated to this? And the Capricorn energies want you to take that seriously. And this is where you could gain the strength to explain your position explain your process, explain what's on your mind and why it's a good idea or why it's not a good idea. Um, this is also a good time to be clear in yourself. And I feel it as maybe even just take a moment and visualize a shower of white light streaming down through your chakra, streaming down through your energy systems to clear out any confusion, any delays, any procrastination, 
anything that really has been holding you back, allow this visual to clear out any of those blocks and then see where the energy lies. Then see what shows up for you because that is where the energy could be too. This is funny. I'm seeing a bobblehead. I'm seeing one of those little bobbleheads that you put on your desk and it's like just full of energy, right? It's like all this mental energy is stuck in the bobblehead. It's overwhelmed. It doesn't know what to say, what to do. And the energy needs to move through. So if you're mentally stuck, if you're thinking, I don't even have the right words for this. I don't know what to say. Maybe you're overthinking it. Perhaps it's even as simple as acknowledging. Maybe this isn't even a conversation. It's simply a no thank you right? How many times can we get all up in our heads about things and, oh, I should explain this and, oh, I need to let them know that. And we overthink, we overprocess, and that can come from a very good place. But the energy right now wants you to simplify it and just get to the heart of what you're intuitively feeling. And is it a yes? Is it a no? Just trust that right away. Trust your immediate answer. And if it's a no, check in and see, do I feel relief? Do I feel guilt? Do I feel like someone was counting on me? Do I feel disappointed? Like what's the emotion behind that immediate response you're feeling intuitively? Then work on that emotion because we can be holding so much energy around what other people expect of us. This is also Capricorn. You feel that like, oh, they're really needing me in this project. They're really expecting me to show up for this. I have to take care of this. And these are serious things. I mean, of course, if you're the person who is making money to pay for people's paychecks, that's a significant role. That is important. But this is also looking at what might be driving us emotionally that is limited or is no longer in alignment with a true answer. And keep in mind that if you're feeling a no and that no feels uncomfortable, you know, especially if you feel like you're going to disappoint people, it's not what they want to hear, whatever it might be, the universe has unlimited options and choices that surround us. And it could be that you trusting a no is what then leads someone to the next best option for them. And this could be very simple, right? This could be like, well, I need to cancel our dinner plans because I'm not feeling so good. And then it turns out that person needs a break too and appreciates having the night off. Okay, very simple example. What if it's you have to fire people and you know how big that is? And it's hard when it's personal, when you know their family, you know their kids. But you also know that it's the right choice at this time for some of the bigger things going on, et cetera, et cetera. But keep in mind that if you are really feeling and trusting that information and that answer, it means that you're part of a conduit of universal energy redirecting people towards something else that the universe is going to bring their way that they would not have an opportunity to say yes to if they were still working for you. I'm just giving this random example of, of the office place because that's very Capricorn and because this is the time of year, unfortunately, when companies are making these announcements and these decisions. So this is where you can stay in that higher vibrational frequency of this is actually leading someone to something better or a new opportunity or a better fit. And that can be part of your intention. If you have any of these hard conversations coming up, welcome in that energy and welcome that in with deep respect for someone's next steps and their path ahead. 
Because Capricorn energy can be cold, can be a bully, can be heartless, can be brutal. Just got to say what it is here. But when you bring in the compassion, which is necessary right now with the ruling planet of Capricorn Saturn in Pisces, when you bring in that Pisces trust, kindness, compassion, when you bring in the fact that even if the sidewalk ends here, it's going to open up to a new path over there. It's sort of like energetically connecting potentials that help keep moving the energy forward. And I feel like that's a big theme right now on the planet, that if something is ending for you, if you can feel it's over, the energy is fading out, completing, dissolving. That's because the universe does have another pathway showing up. It always does. The universe has unlimited choices. And often in our linear perspectives, we think, okay, then it needs to be right in front of me, right here. But it could require pivoting 75 degrees or pivoting in the opposite direction. And there's the pathway. It's almost like if you see yourself standing in a center point, there are unlimited options and possibilities swirling all around you. So make sure that your energy is open to that. And that's what I'm seeing too, is something where you work in a circular reverse motion. So let's say basically counterclockwise to open up energies all around you. So I feel it as if you normally were to turn right, then the energy clearing needs to happen starting on the left, going in the left direction. So you do a counterclockwise energy clearing. And it's really interesting because when I feel that right now, as I do that, there, there are blocks there that could be surprising. Like, oh, wow, there's something right there, an energetic block. And I'm seeing it too. This is kind of cool. You, you would clear it starting counterclockwise. And then when you hit a block, what block is that chakra connected to? Because that block, like what I'm seeing for most people is it's connected to root chakra, sacral chakra, solar plexus. Like it's the bottom three chakras that could be really blocked, but you would only see it by the reverse motion. So of course, trust if this resonates with you, don't force it, don't do anything you're really not vibing with. But I see it as this reverse clearing related to whatever needs to be elevated in an energy system. And I feel too like it could be a seven layer cake where you're doing that reverse energy clearing for each chakra. And then maybe some chakras are like clear and healthy and strong. And you're like, wow, just look at my third eye chakra. It's so vibrant. It's so sparkly. And then you get to another chakra and you're like, oh boy, that's heavy. That's dense. So Again, you're just trusting what works for you, but I think this is a really important thing to check in on because it could show you what's lingering in your energy that you really don't need going forward. And it does relate. Oh, okay. So it relates to going up that elevator to your highest timeline. So there could be something that's weighing you down or keeping you stuck energetically or perhaps in a situation, in an experience, in an ideology. You know, it could be so many things in an emotion, into an imprint, an energetic imprint that is actually preventing you from more deeply connecting with that higher timeline potential. So that's the elevator going up energy. And this could be something that you do for yourself that sets you on a very strong course for this year. 
It could also help clear out any confusion, anything that you haven't known what to express, what to say, what to choose with this Mercury and Sag still squaring Neptune and Pisces. So we don't have a lot of transiting aspects this week. That's why I'm going into more of this energy work and these visuals. As I mentioned, we have Mars entering Capricorn on January 4th. This Mars can help you with cleaning up the energy body. This Mars in Capricorn can help you with what is true for you, where the energy feels stronger, clearer, ready to move ahead. This is a Mars that's ready to take things on and you could feel that rising in yourself, especially if you have strong earth sign energy in your chart because the Capricorn planets are working well with planets in Taurus, planets in Virgo, and there could be a sense here of I'm ready to go, let's move this forward, let's get it done. So there's strong support for earth sign energies at this time. Then coming up, On January 6th, the sun in Capricorn squares Chiron in Aries at 15 degrees. Now, this Chiron has been hanging out here at 15 degrees because of its recent station direct back on December 26th. And this is really giving yourself a beautiful, loving hug and pause at what you've been healing. This Chiron in Aries is helping you understand who you no longer are, what layers you've healed away, what you've looked at, what you've realized. Maybe you felt it as a vulnerability and you felt very vulnerable in something or a part of your body, a part of your self identity, you know, almost like, oh, I don't know if that's really something I can do. I don't know if that's really who I am. And here we have this Chiron in Aries giving you new doses of personal courage, the courage to be more of your authentic self. And because Chiron is about vulnerability, it's actually understanding the courage to be vulnerable, to be in your authentic self, to speak your truth, to understand this is who I am at a core level. It's not so much about the ego or the preconceived ideals or how I want to be. The Chiron in Aries pulls you into where you could feel a little bit like soft and squishy and vulnerable and raw and messy. And yet those are all beautiful things. In fact, one of the most beautiful qualities on the planet is vulnerability is the ability to be so honest with yourself that you're not hiding anything. And so I feel like this Chiron in Aries is very much naked and afraid at times. It's that naked and afraid going into the primal instincts, going into, well, what does it mean if this is who I really am? Is it going to be judged? Is it going to be laughed at? Is it going to be accepted? You know, we have all these other messages and programming that can come in. But I feel like part of the Aries energy is who the F cares? Don't even care. Not going to worry about it. Not going to participate. Not going to give it energy. I mean, this is also where the Aries energy will acknowledge that this is who I am and it's good enough for me. I love this about who I am. I love how I'm different. I love how I'm vulnerable. I love how I'm able to just be who I am and not worry about what the peanut gallery says. So the sun in Capricorn squaring this Chiron in Aries could bring up a theme that you've already been working through. And the square is a discomfort, but I feel like it's a checking in. And I'm getting the visual of a kid on a playground. And it's, let's say, about four years old, five years old. And they fall down. And you know, 
especially if you're a parent, you've been at the playground enough times to know that, oh boy, that was a rough tumble or they're probably hurt. And maybe when the child was younger, yes, there was a lot of tears. It was a big jolting experience. It really hurt. But now as they get older and they see more of what they're capable of, they brush it off. They're like, yeah, I I fell. I'm okay. I'm okay, mommy. I'm okay, daddy. I'm okay. I'm okay. So it has that energy of the sun in Capricorn, which is a parent squaring Chiron in Aries, which would be a toddler or an infant, a child, an injury. And then you're like, oh my God, are they all right? And they're like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. Because this isn't a new energy. With that Chiron hanging out at 15 degrees of Aries, there's something that you've seen in yourself that you can handle. You can handle, you've gotten stronger, but here is a test. Here is a checking in point. So even if you fall down and go boom, you pick yourself up and you're better able to shake it off. Even if it hurts a little bit or it's really uncomfortable, there's something about this aspect again on January 6th, where even though it isn't gonna feel great, you also feel how you're stronger and perhaps even more confident. Now with this transit, it is not a good time to take a risk. It is a better time to be more conservative, to hold back, to not juggle knives and race cars and play with the blowtorch. It is better to do less, to not take a risk, because there can be injury when the sun in Capricorn squares Chiron and Aries, and that would be an injury that involves the bones, which is Capricorn, the head, the face, which is Aries, So it's not a good time for anything that has to do with your face, like facial cosmetics or surgeries, blood work, dental work, chiropractic work, the spine. These are all areas that would be highlighted during this square. So step back from those things because the energy doesn't support it. Rather, the energy is stronger for any of those endeavors later on in January. Like there could be some bad Botox moments here. Or a previous injury could be activated. So going slow, listening to your body and where it's strong and where it's not is highlighted this weekend. And then coming up on January 9th, we have some lovely energies. As the sun in Capricorn trines Uranus retrograde in Taurus at 19 degrees and Mars in Capricorn sextiles Saturn in Pisces at three degrees. So January 9th has some very determined, exciting energy. And this energy actually continues to the January 11th Capricorn new moon. So there could be things coming up on January 9th that are exciting you, that seem like the change you're ready to make, what you want to put energy into. Because that sun in Capricorn is connecting to the let's do it differently frequency of Uranus retrograde in Taurus. And there's something that could be coming alive internally. There could be something that you're seeing in yourself or in your physical world because this is in the earth signs that you're feeling a yes around. And because Uranus is retrograde, it's more of that internal yes. It's a sense of, wow, this could be a possibility. I can make this happen. I could absolutely go in this direction. This is lifting my energy. And I feel like that Uranus is more important because as we move through January, as we know, Pluto enters Aquarius, which is ruled by Uranus, and Uranus stations direct towards the end of the month on January 26th and 27th, depending on your time zone. So the universe is sending you frequencies right now that are meant to get you excited 
and moving that is meant to almost feel like I'm getting the visual of taking something out of one particular electrical socket and then putting it into another higher voltage. I know logistically that doesn't make sense, but that's what I'm seeing. Something is being energized. It's being heightened. It's being reinvigorated. And then by the end of the month, you could really feel that it's plausible, it's realistic, it can happen. So stay aware of what those downloads are for you, where the energy is rising. I'm feeling this again as those higher timelines coming through. We're absorbing them, we're feeling them, and yet it's showing up through some kind of practical next steps in our reality. And there's something here that could be really validating. Like if you've been waiting on something, you've been trusting it, this is when you could have that yes. This is when it could show up. This is when a connection is made, when the sun in Capricorn makes that exact trine to Uranus retrograde in Taurus. It could be exciting, something you didn't see coming, right? It's like a blind spot or a shock or a development that maybe you felt. I'm seeing it as being in the back of the third eye chakra, like it's been in the back of a vision. It's been towards towards that hidden out of spot, like it hasn't been clear, and then it comes through. And this energy will be increasing, and it will be stronger during the Capricorn new moon on January 11th. And that is occurring at 21 degrees of Capricorn. I have a separate video for you on YouTube discussing the energetics of that chart and how the sun and moon in Capricorn trying that Uranus retrograde in Taurus still. And with the moon in Capricorn there, it's more personal. It lands. Something is really getting strengthened internally for you to move in that new direction or to make that change. Now with the Mars in Capricorn sextiling Saturn in Pisces, this is quite lovely because of how Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn and Mars sextiling Saturn at three degrees is going to show you where your energy is no longer needed because it's exhausting you. It isn't good for your health or good for what you're wanting and prioritizing. This could be the energy of giving that very kind, peaceful no thank you because you have another option. There's something else that is a better fit. And Saturn in Pisces is showing us where to check in on the energy of our commitments, to check in on where we're also being self-honoring of our boundaries and what we know is correct for us now, what is energetically correct for you, what is supporting you, what's strengthening you and what is not. And I feel like there could be some things here that you're just ready to invest in more. And with that clarity, Saturn in Pisces could be the unseen support that shows you the way forward. It could be intuitively trusting, this is my yes, this is my yes. Even though I don't know the how, the path still appears. The next steps still show up. And that's also where we're practicing the Saturn and Pisces, trusting, intuitively trusting the way without relying on the mind, without relying on the ego, without relying on even a guarantee. Now, Capricorn will want a guarantee. Capricorn wants to make sure, is this going to work? And here we have the Saturn in Pisces saying yes, and you won't know how, but it'll come together if it's energetically correct for you, if it's in alignment 
with what you have deeply determined is your purpose and mission at this time. So I feel like it's the unseen support systems that are showing up and validating where we're headed and where we're going. And that could be something that you're also feeling in the energies right now, sort of like, I don't know why I'm doing this or why I'm choosing this, but I know I have to. It has a sense of conviction to it. It has a sense of, I just know, I just feel it. And that can be a wonderful confirmation as well that the universe is supporting you and helping you move ahead at this time, especially since the rest of January gets quite dynamic, even volatile and bigger energies coming through. So be sure and listen to my recent podcast from January 1st, where I talked about the big energies of January 2024. Something else I wanted to mention is that when the Sun and Pluto are conjunct in Capricorn, that happens January 20th, they're conjunct at 29 degrees Capricorn, 59 minutes. They're also squaring that airy solar eclipse that we had last April. And so there's something that you could feel is really pushing you to make changes. And you've already been aware of it. It's already been in play, but now it has to be made real. Now is the time to move the energy forward. And there's something too where it could feel like you're taking a huge leap of faith. You know, you're just going off the deep end or going into these whole new open energies. And that's what the universe is moving us into as one of the themes here of 2024. January is one of the biggest months of the year, and I don't mean that to be hyperbole. There's just a lot going on, a lot pulsing through us, a lot being ignited and activated. There's a lot here that, again, you're going to feel the energy before your mind understands it. You're going to be feeling it, and it can feel like a lot, and this is where it's understanding it's coming through for a reason. You're picking up on those energy signals for a reason. And the mind can be the caboose. The mind can be the last thing that understands why. So simply use this as part of your mastery. Use this as part of your ascension journey that knowing that as we go into the higher timelines, the new frequencies, and much more opening up, we're going to be trusting and working with all of our energy systems even more. And that's a big theme of Pluto and Aquarius. It's all of your energy systems and how they sync up, how they line up, how they talk to each other. It could seem like a scrambled mess. It could seem like chaos. Uh, But this is also how we're becoming a new version of the human species. We're opening up to more of what we're capable of that we don't have to hold back. We don't have to keep it caged in fear. We don't have to be on high alert for judgment or persecution. I mean, this is a time on the planet when you can be yourself more than ever before And in fact, that's what's needed, that's what's rewarded, and that's part of why we signed up to be here on the planet at this time, is to love ourselves, to love ourselves in how we're unique, in how we're different, in what it means to live an authentic life. And keep in mind that as you do so, you probably are going to come across members of the Sour Grapes Club. And the Sour Grapes Club 
are people living in different energy fields, different experiences. They could be very 3D. They could be very uninterested in what you're doing. They don't understand it. They think it's weird. They don't want you to be successful. Like if you got a target on your back because you're successful. Members of the Sour Grapes Club create a product called wine. That's wine with an H. W-H-I-N-E. They create wine, right? Or whatever the lower frequencies are. And it's up to you to continue to trust who you are and to trust your path because you're going to have green lights. You're going to have support. You're going to have things that show up and validate you and affirm you and help you strengthen in your soul mission. And you're not going to even worry or give attention to members of the Sour Grapes Club. You're certainly not interested in buying their Dollar Tree wine. And it's not worth your energy to even focus on that. It isn't even something you want to concern yourself with. But it is part of these paradigms that we're in, where for all the ways you could feel activated and alive and excited and ready to go, you're going to come across people who very much are not and who don't want you to be happy, who don't want you to be successful, who don't want you to be the best you can be in this life. And that is not about you. That's their own belief systems. That's their own choices. That's their own values. I mean, it's sort of like, why are you focusing so much on someone else's success when really you should be looking in the mirror and focusing on your own gifts, focusing on what's best for you, redirecting your attention. And that's part of what's going to come up even more when Pluto goes into Aquarius is that it breaks through these truths. I mean, I see it as cliques and groups. I mean, every industry, every profession has cliques. And they play the TikTok, the game is locked, right? Like you can't be a part of our group. You're not invited in. And that's going to be busting open. Those things are going to fall apart here. And in fact, they're not really sustainable because when you're playing TikTok, the game is locked. No one else can be with us. You've shut down the energy in a way that prevents the growth and ascension of that very group. And so there's going to be things that bust up. There's going to be, I'm seeing professional organizations and associations. I'm seeing collective groups. I mean, you could pull in here, even in the U.S. at least, like fraternities and sororities and rotary clubs, um, networks, multi-level marketing. Uh, The energy of Pluto in Aquarius is going to bring in the strength of the individual. And are people hiding in groups? Because they feel a safety. They feel they belong. They feel like they have a place to go. Yes, we all need that, right? We all need to feel like we belong. Those aren't bad things. But what is going on at a core level? Is it healthy? Is it loving? Is it kind? Or is it just a default human pattern that we're outgrowing? So you've got to see it for what it is. And then you've got to determine, well, what does it mean to me? It means nothing. I'm not interested in their wine. I'm not interested in those energies. I've got other things to do. I'm here to be awesome. That's what you tell yourself, right? And you tell yourself, no, this is what I've learned. This is where I'm putting my energy. This is what the Pluto in Aquarius energies are going to activate for me. May all beings be well. May they enjoy whatever they're choosing, whatever their values are. But I'm here to be a part of the higher frequencies where the human evolutionary process is going, not where it's been. There isn't safety in groups like we might think. In fact, there can be a lot of gossip, a lot of drama, a lot of politic or bitterness if so-and-so is head of the party planning committee, but I want to be. So it comes down to where is your energy best invested and best used? What have you realized about human dynamics? 
which is part of Pluto in Aquarius, how humans relate on a bigger scale. What do you want to participate in? What is good for you? What is healthy? So this is also where we see some beautiful new soul tribe connections that come in because they are of the similar frequency, a shared passion, a shared vision. This is what we want to go towards. This is what we've been through. This is how we show up in this group. And this is how we don't, right? We don't gossip. We don't deal with drama. We don't deal with stuff because we're not in junior high. But sometimes you got to wonder, how much is that really implemented? So we're going to have a lot of human dynamics being part of our next layer of ascension. And this also heightens the lone wolf energy. People who are like, yeah, no thanks. I'm not dealing with that. I'm not interested in that. And you separate your energy out which is also Aquarius, being independent enough to say, this is me, take it or leave it. I'm accelerating in my lane because I've got galaxies to go to and things to do. So that's going to be part of what is coming up here throughout January and beyond. For those of you who are aware of what's going on in the 2024 energies, keep in mind that you also might want to look at your progressed chart. Your progressed chart moves at a slower timeline than your transiting planets and at a different timeline than your solar return. So when you're looking at your progressed chart, you're getting a higher timeline of your soul's journey in this lifetime. What is significant for you, especially with your progressed sun? The progressed sun moves one degree a year. So if you were to simply calculate this out, then you could look at, okay, if you were born with your son at zero degrees of Taurus, it's going to move to the next sign, which is Gemini, around your 29th, 30th birthday and be in Gemini for the next 30 years of your life. The progressed sun is really important to understand because it's how your sense of self is continuing to know itself and develop in this lifetime. Then we also look at it through the lens of your progressed moon and every personal planet, progressed Mercury, progressed Venus, progressed Mars. I feel like the progressed chart is really important if you were born with retrograde planets. Let's say you were born with retrograde Mars. Your progressed chart is going to show you what year of your life that energy stations direct and then when it passes its shadow. And that gives you more insight into what your Mars is moving through and experiencing in this lifetime. So the progress chart holds a lot of beautiful insights, a lot of gold, a lot of understanding of the bigger themes in your life. I teach a class on your progress chart. So it shows you how to learn and interpret these energies for yourself. And it's also important to note when your progressed sun is changing signs. So going back to that example of if you were born with the sun in Taurus, when it changes into Gemini, that's a big year for you. That's a big year in your life because the energy shifts in a significant way. I call it a milestone year. And it's good to know when that's coming. It's also good to look back and reflect upon that. Okay, yes, when that happened, when my progressed sun changed astrology signs, how did that energy show up in my life? And people have some really fascinating breakthroughs around that. So I wanted to share that with you because this course of how to read your progressed chart is on sale. It's 50% off, no coupon code. Uh, we've extended the 50% off because of how many breakthroughs people are having about their life. And 
and how it relates to their progress chart. So I wanted to call that out because as we move here into 2024, it's good to know what your progress chart is doing in this calendar year. So I will put that below the podcast here. Keep in mind that before you register, I give you a tutorial video so that you can check it out. You can see, okay, do I have the astrological understanding to work with this? It is not beginner. It is not beginner. In fact, it's more intermediate, advanced, and it's important that you already have certain astrology concepts and knowledge down. So keep that in mind that it is for those who are further along, but it's also exciting to take it to the next level and to see your energy in this progress chart timeline. So I hope that is another useful tool for you to activate and look at in the year ahead. And I'm looking forward to what we will move through and experience together. You can find all of my latest courses and programs at mollymccord.online if there are any other astrology topics you want to dive into here at this time. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday with a new podcast episode. Wishing you the best as 2024 continues underway. And just a quick reminder to check out that Capricorn New Moon video on YouTube where I go through the chart of that lunar beginning point. Have a beautiful day ahead and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.